has a great ending. If your life is a movie, how is your year's ending coming along? But perhaps those who had a wonderful year, it might be a great ending. But if you're not, maybe it's the beginning of new uh, year that you can begin to uh, prepare for it. Yesterday, uh, I had a chance to go and see with my family uh, the movie called Aquaman. And uh, it had a great ending, awesome ending. But more importantly, how is our life is going to end? And if you feel that your life is not up to par yet, you can now trust on the very one who gives you the confidence to accomplish and to change and even transform the situation. That's what Jesus has stored for you. People say that everything comes to an end. Well, we've been studying on messianic prophecy for some time, for at least like nine uh, topics. And even this comes to end this Sunday. So today's is the last topic called ascension. And I've gotten an amazing uh, response uh, from many of you, how you are so blessed uh, having gone through the entire messianic Prophecy. One of the biggest takeaways is the story um, of the Messianic prophecy is not just about the story of Jesus. It is for us as well. The story is a tremendous encouragement, comfort, and strengthening for us to have a great ending and to begin a new one. Messianic prophecy is not just a story. It's not like what ifs from the Old Testament. It is really based on the very true story. A true story that has depth of being told thousands of years before the main character, Christ, was actually born. It talks about just about every detail, both good and bad, depicting the bad, the time for hurt, time for heal, time to be born, time to die, time to suffer and time to recover, time for death and time for resurrection, and time to remain and time to ascend. You see, most of the great stories were told after the fact. The story of Titanic, the movie Titanic, was told after the fact. The story of the famous movies like Braveheart, Lincoln, Schindler's List, all were told after the fact, after it happened. And by the way, Aquaman is not a based upon fact. It's about characters, cartoon stories, so it's all made-up stories. The story of Messianic prophecy was foretold Way, way before, and it happened. It was fulfilled. That is the why there is so much power 
in the story of messianic promise. It's about promise fulfilled. It is assurance to us that what God says he will do, he does. Messianic prophecy isn't just about the story of Jesus or the story of God's love through the cast of Jesus. It is also our story. It's also your story. How God will guide and lead our path in our ways. And his ultimate desire to see us come back home and to see our desire in him to succeed as God did with Jesus. The ending of the story of Messianic prophecy is that of his ascension from grave to heaven, that he has risen. He has risen for a purpose. And that purpose is really simple. You can make a movie out of this. His purpose was to rescue us. Very, very simple. Don't make too complicated. It's simple. God's mission was to come here, sending Christ, his son, to rescue us. His rescue mission, the way I see it, is that the story of crucifixion is what I will say in movies, a deployment of his mission. You know, in movies, they deploy the soldiers to go and fight. They prepare and they go. The entire process of deployment is a crucifixion. At the end, it seemed as if he lost. Resurrection is it's like arrival at the very end, even though God was there, at the very end, showing the presence of God in that mission. It just, everything got turned around. We thought that everything was going that way. At the crucifixion time, everything is coming around. And at the resurrection three days later, everything turned around. Your life can turn around in no time. Your life can turn around in three days. Maybe some people take three years, but can turn around because that's what it means to go from crucifixion to resurrection in three days. That's God's mission. And ascension confirms and seals the victory of the rescue mission. It's called decoration to the world that God has won. And that everything that he said, he did. And it's true. I remember Titanic movie. So many years ago. I think it was about 15, 20 years ago. I've seen, I don't know exactly where, but a long time ago. The movie touches so many. I know, I bet most of you probably have seen that movie. This guy... I guess he was a runaway. He just wanted to get away from the place called London and come to the United States. Well, on the way, in the boat, he falls in love. Like any true great movies have to have love stories. The boat, unfortunately, hits iceberg and begins to sink into icy cold water. 
while in the water, he manages to grab hold of a floating object that can save him. But he can only hold a weight of one person. He lets his lover, girlfriend, to stay on that floater to live. And he lets go of the floater and he sinks to death. What an heroic act. Heroic act that saved one life. His girlfriend. But he could not save any others. Yet the story touched so many of us. The story of Jesus, the messianic prophecy, is different. It's not just an heroic act of love. It is a divine act of love. The difference is that Jesus saved us all, not just one person, but saved us all. All of us, even the sinners, even those who killed him, even those who deserves to die. The story of Jesus, it's very different. Yes, he died for all of us. So we all can live, that we all can stay in that floater. He was resurrected to confirm what was prophesied came true. That to us, a child is born, a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulder. What's on his shoulder? The challenges, the suffering, the hardship of life. But he will be raised from the dead and to be with his father. And we call him now, because he ascended, wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, and the prince of peace. All this was foretold to rescue us. All this was foretold and happened to take us back home to eternal life. That's home, eternal life. For us, the Messianic prophecy has twofold meanings. One is to understand who Jesus is, that he is the mighty God. Second is to give us a sense of conviction that in our life, we may suffer too. But the promise is that we too can have victory as this is promised by ascension into heaven, confirming that we will have eternal life. Let's review. So we've been talking about messianic prophecy. It's important that as we conclude to remind us again what we have learned. What is important takeaway for all of us it's not just the story of a messianic prophecy, what it really means to us. How to apply this in our lives 
in the lives of others. The messianic prophecies are fundamentally different than spiritual gift of prophecy that we have also talked about in our previous series. What is the difference? The messianic prophecies are given by the prophets in the Old Testament who received the word for word from God directly and it's recorded here in the Bible. It was foretold thousands of years before it happened. Spiritual gift of prophecy, on the other hand, is given to us in the New Testament for a specific purpose, to edify one another in helping, encouraging, and comforting so that our faith in Christ can grow. That's why spiritual gift of prophecy is given to us. 1 Corinthians 14, 3, 4. But everyone who prophesies speaks to men for their strengthening, encouragement, and comfort. That's why we do what we do. Some people may have a very specific spiritual gift of prophecy. But when I'm here, when you're there talking to your friends, it's okay. God will help you. Believe in him. He will turn around. He will rescue you. What you're doing is exercising. 1 Corinthians 14, 3, 4. You are prophesizing because you have the conviction through the story of Messianic prophecy. Because the Bible clearly says we receive this gift through the Holy Spirit, through the power of the Holy Spirit. The relationship between the Messianic prophecy and spiritual gift of prophecy is very, very important for us to understand. Knowing the Messianic prophecy gives us the assurance and the confidence and the conviction that all things in life, no matter what, good or bad, is purposed by God. So for this series, we talked about his lineage, which is genealogy, birth, ministry, restrictment, rejection, crucifixion, his office, his deity, his salvation, and today, ascension. Lineage is critically, critically important for us feel that we are God's children. Simple matter is this. In the beginning, Adam was born through the power of the Holy Spirit. God breathed into his body and became alive. Jesus was given birth through the presence of the Holy Spirit because he was born of a virgin. And we, when we confess to God, it says, I believe you. I believe you are my Savior. When you say those things, you do that through the power of the Holy Spirit, you then become, or we then become part of that lineage. So we are his children. The birth, everything about his birth was foretold and happened where he was going to be born. How many years from where he's going to be born all has been foretold and fulfilled. Ministry of Jesus 
what he did while he was here, he preached the power of gospel. And that's already been foretold, and he did it. It was told that he'll be mistreated, misunderstood, that he'll be rejected, and it happened to him. Crucifixion is the essence of Christianity that his son, the God's son, will die for our sins. His office, that he is our prophet, our priest, our king. His deity is that he is what he claimed to be, that he is our king. He is the God. Last week, we talked about salvation. We discussed about the cup of salvation. The cup of salvation contains the beginning and the end. The cup contains the love and blood because everything began because God's love. It ended with Jesus' blood on the cross. That's the salvation. That's what the Bible said. The cup of salvation contains both love and blood. This cup that contains blood of Jesus has the power to transform us. Together, love and the blood of Jesus resulted in what we call grace. The grace that gives us freely what we do not deserve because of his love and because of his blood. So let's talk about ascension. It's the final act. The greatest part of messianic prophecy is the ending. Of course, it's the end. But this ending is unique. It's different than any other endings, any other uh, ending of the story. Because the end is not the end. Does that make sense to you? The end is not the end. The essence of the ending of the messianic prophecy is the beginning. Does that make sense to you? Hebrews 13a says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. There is no end. While our series may end, but his power, his uh, presence will continue, and it's actually is the beginning. The end is not the end. It is the beginning of that forever, during which time, from the beginning, his promise that he will help us to have a great ending for our lives. That's his promise. His beginning that our lives, that he is going to continue to help our lives, our lives, so that we can have a great ending here on earth, that which will then become a great beginning for us as well. Philippians 5, 1, 5, 6 says, because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. It's a partnership. We now have a partnership with Christ. 
being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it onto completion until the day of Christ Jesus. He hasn't returned to us yet. So it continues. His work, his ending is now the new beginning through who? Through us. This is why I do what I do. This is why you do what you do. This is why we do what we do in Christ. Putting aside our earthly desires, continue to persevere with him in partnership so that Jesus Christ will carry out the good work through us until he returns. His resurrection confirms it. His ascension seals it. Let's try to unfold about this messianic prophecy. First, his ascension was foretold, and it happened. The Messiah would ascend to heaven. Psalm 68, verse 18 says, When you ascend, it's referring to Christ, when you ascend to the heights, you led a cap- crowd of captives. You received gifts from the people, even from those who rebelled against you. Now the Lord God will live among us there. The gift that he received from the people means that gift the people when we receive him, that's a gift to him. And in turn, in return, he gives us the gift of salvation. So Ephesians, how was it fulfilled in Ephesians? Among many other uh, Bible verses, this particular one in Ephesians 4 talks about what was foretold. That is why in Scripture says, this is in New Testament, when he ascended to the heights, He led a crowd of captives and gave gifts to his people. Notice that it says he ascended. But this is not my edit. This is actually from the Bible. Trying to emphasize the importance of it. Verse 9, notice that it says he ascended. This clearly means that Christ also descended to our lowly world. Verse 10, and the same one who descended is one who ascended higher than all the heavens so that he might fill the entire universe with himself. And Mark 16, 19 states, after the Lord Jesus had spoken to them, he was taken up into heaven and he sat at the right hand of God. So now Jesus was ascended. So how is the ending here on earth became a new beginning through us? One, the ending of his ministry became new beginning of his ministry through his church. This is his continuation And this is his new beginning of his ministry. Because the Christ is the body. The church is the body of the Christ. 
in this earth. Colossians 1, 18, verse 18 says, And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning. And the firstborn among, from among the dead, so that in everything he might have the supremacy. He continues to live on within us. Ephesians 5.30 says, For we are members of his body. Two, another essence of his ascension is that he ascended on high with his own blood. Why? To make, a no, uh, uh, to make atonement for the sons of man. Hebrews 2.17, For this reason he had a, to be made like his brothers, like humans, like us, in every way, in order that he might become merciful and faithful high priest in service to God, and that he might make atonement for the sins of the people. Three, he resumes his place as supremacy, authority, supreme authority, to watch over, to what? Help us. To help us. To do his ministry. Hebrews 4.16 says, Let us then approach the throne of grace with a confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to what? To help us in our time of need. So the conviction that comes from the knowing the facts and history of the messianic prophecy, now we can Use it as a special gift of prophecy in helping others in need. For with his ascension, he sent us the Holy Spirit to dwell in us so we can do all these things. Meaning that he is with us. He will continue to do what he was doing while he was here. John 14, 25. All this I have spoken while still with you. But the Counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father was sent in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. The end is not the end. It is just the beginning. If it was a movie, his work will continue in our lives like a sequel in movies, like Star Wars. One, two, three, new generation, four, five. I bet Aquaman there will be part two. It will continue. It's not the end. It will continue but a very different way. How is his work, how his new beginning continue? His new work, his ministry will continue through our testimonies. That is why the testimonies are so powerful. It has healing power. They have the power to encourage, to comfort, 
and to strengthen one's faith. John 16, 14, and 15, He will bring glory to me by taking from what is mine and making it known to you. All that belongs to the Father is mine. That is why I say the Spirit will take from what is mine and make it known to you. His beginning of new ministry continues through us. That's why God has given us a spiritual gift of a prophesizing. Five, his ascension was not just in spirit. It was in bodily form. The actual body with everything together ascended into cloud confirms that he will return in the same form. Acts chapter 1 verse 11. Man of Galilee, they said, why do you stand here looking into the sky? This same Jesus who has been taken from you into heaven will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. He will come back in a bodily form. Not just in spirit, just like in real body. That's what it says. That's his promise. And when you understand that all that was foretold in Messianic prophecy didn't happen, this is the only thing that has not happened yet. Do you believe? With the assurance of what had happened? What he said he would do, he did. And one last thing that remains is he will come back. And that's what we're waiting for. His ending here on earth is the beginning of him coming back. His ending here on earth when he ascended is the beginning of him coming back. But what's he doing up there until he comes? Six, his ascension means that he's preparing a place for us. Do you believe that too? Yes. John 14, 2, 4. In my father's house are many rooms. Yeah, there are many rooms. You don't have to fight with somebody else, brothers and sisters. Got many rooms. In my father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you. I am going there to prepare a place for you. What a comfort. Jesus is actually exercising spiritual gift of prophecy right now. He's encouraging us. He's comforting us. He's strengthening us. Our faith. I'm going there to prepare a place for you. I'm not just going to sit there and do nothing. I'm with you. I'm preparing a place for you and coming back. I will be deployed again. But no more crucifixion necessary. No more resurrection because I'm already resurrected. But I will come back. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me that you also may be where I am. If I need to explain this, pretty, pretty simple. 
You know the way to the place where I'm going. If you believe this, your life will change. If you believe this, your life here on earth can change. If you're struggling with something in your life right now, I mean, there's so many different Bible verses, and just take this, John 14, and read it every day. We have a purpose. We have a pathway. Yeah, there might be, this might be the time for our challenges, our hurts, but also believing and knowing that through the power of messianic prophecy that your recovery, your healing will come also. So here's the takeaway. Ascension in terms of a messianic prophecy sealed the deal. Sealed everything God said he would do he did. That he loved us so much that he would sacrifice his son to what? To rescue us. Crucifixion is the deployment of God's rescue mission. Resurrection is arrival of God's presence in most powerful way. From crucifixion to resurrection is complete transformation, complete change, unexpected things happen. In only three days can happen to you too. Ascension confirms and seals the victory of the rescue operation so that nobody can argue. We won World War II At the battle scene, all the soldiers raised their hands saying, we won, we won. But nobody knew yet. They didn't have internet like today. They didn't have text messages like today. They didn't have a phone right away. A few hours later, perhaps, a day later, the newspaper says, we won. That's ascension. That's declaring to the entire world the World War II has ended. Crucifixion is deployment, deployment of God's rescue mission. Res, res, resurrection is arrival of God's presence and taking, making things, transforming things, changing things in most powerful way. Ascension confirms and seals the victory of that rescue mission. Completed. So for us, what does this mean? One, it means whoever believes in him will be going home, a place prepared by Jesus. Two, it also means we too can help to prepare others using our spiritual gift of prophecy in strengthening others' faith encouraging and comforting. Our ending will be beginning of new life, just as Jesus has shown us. Let us before the, go before the Lord. Father in heaven, we thank you 
for this amazing, amazing story that is real. This story is three, four, five dimensionally unbelievable. It's not just a story about what had to happen. It has another amazing dimension because this was foretold thousands of years before, specifically as to how you are going to rescue us. That you are going to send us the general, the captain, who has ability and authority to rescue us, and you did. You foretold that this general, this captain, this your son is going to have all kinds of tough times so that we can relate to him because we go through the tough times. And you allow him to die, to save us. Not one person, but the entire human being. What an amazing story. What an amazing grace. Thank you, Father, for 